On today's show, we're going to get into your questions about the Dallas Mavericks. Jalen Brunson, who starts and plays to Chris Hopsporzingis. And why all 15 players are set to play again come Thursday night. We'll talk about all that more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Guess what day it is? And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Wednesday wonder, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, so Mavericks played the other night. Played all 15 players. We had fun with it. By the way, it's Wednesday when we're recording this. It's not Wednesday while you're listening to this. In case anyone's like, dang, it's Wednesday again? It's like, what is happening? (laughs) Uh, But, you know, as much as we have fun with it of like, hey, you know, like he's playing a lot of people, the quotes, the leadership council, incredible memes on Twitter, you know, that night and even going into today. I think we just need to take a moment. Thanksgiving is coming up next month and we just need (laughs) to take a moment to be thankful that we're going to have content all year and oh yeah we're going to have and i thought about it more i read Stuff tim cato's <laughs> tim cato's uh piece in athletic today and and literally i think it was like his first line in his piece of like well it's like not going to be boring at least we're going to have stuff to talk about over the first three games and, always uh, if you think about it from the the uh, bird's eye view three games in to the maverick season we have a leadership council we have 15 players playing. We've had a shift in the offense, a KP injury, a paint screenshots of how packed it is. <laughs> You're obsessed with those paint screenshots. It just become the it became the thing that it, yeah. it Moses Brown has replaced Josh Green yep. as the what if this guy the played? Darling. Yeah, it, it, we just already have storylines and we're 3 games in. Love it. So we're going to get to as many as we can today in a mailbag. We're going to get to a whole bunch of your questions about the team. I'm sure there's a Reggie Bullock question in there in there somewhere. I know there is. I wrote it. But. Did kid answer that? <laughs> All right. I, I copied and pasted it in my notes. Well, okay. Today's a, like, thank you for listening to Lockdown Mavericks and making it your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Go to Lockdown Mavs, search our YouTube channel, 8,000 subs. Thank you, everybody that subscribed. We are inching Let's our way go. now to 9,000, over 9,000. When we get to over 9,000, there'll be a good like Dragon Ball Z gift for you. Hey, I actually want to shout out Sarah. Sarah DM'd me on a birthday. I said, happy birthday. Thank you so much for making my first listen of the day yeah, so enjoyable. let's go. So shout out to you, Sarah, for, being, uh, for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking us with you to work or wherever whatever, wherever you're going today or watching at work. I know a lot of you guys are watching at work. Watch your back. True. Don't, don't get in trouble. <laughs> Let's get into this mailbag. All right. The first question. We've been talking a lot about Jalen Brunson, and we've been talking about how we he we've thought he's had a pretty good start to the season. He's averaging 11 points, six assists, and four rebounds. It's just uh, you know one turnover a game, which is a really good start for him in, in 25 and a half minutes. And so... What is Jalen Brunson's ceiling? That's the first question. We'll start there. Okay. So it obviously just depends on how much of a truth you are in the JB. Like, is do you think he is a um 
Do you think he's a full-time starter one day in the league? Do, you know, do some people think he's going to be an all-star? We've been pretty vocal that it's like, man, he's like the the perfect six-man point guard type of role. Um, is he, you know, is the floor J.J. Barea, but the ceiling like a Kyle Lowry? Uh, I don't know, but I actually... No, I love that comp. That's my favorite one. I actually have somebody that I think is sort of realistic it's kind of a throwback. This guy was probably a little bit better defender, had a long career in the NBA. I think Jalen will have a very long career in the NBA, very smart already. And I, I kind of threw out there Andre Miller. Okay. The, yeah. What do they now, call him? The professor? What was this? Like, well, like Andre Miller never played, never you know played an all-star game. You know, his averages, you know, they're not going to, you know, come off the page at you, but steady, solid veteran for I think he played like 16 years like if Jalen finished his career playing like 15 16 years I'm not shocked I think he actually does yeah for Jalen Brunson I think he would be like a pretty good starter on another team I think he I was listening to Zach Lowe and he said he's one of the best backups in the NBA so I started just looking through backup point guards in the NBA and it's kind of hard to find names that you you think are definitely better than Jalen Brunson you have names like uh, Patty Mills, Dennis Schroeder, like Alex Caruso, I guess Rubio. You start naming some of these guys. And then the rest of the teams just have sort of these like guys that just come off the bench and score, like Tyler Hero. He's not really a, a point guard. You wouldn't really put Brunson. I mean, he's on, he's on to, a different level. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Udonis Haslam. Actually, double down. And like, I get I get it, man, that like it's, it's your it's team. It's your guy. I get it. It's your guy. Udonis Haslam said, skill-wise, talent-wise, dang right. Them them other boys ain't been to the finals yet. Oh, okay. And that's not, a, that's not a knock on them, but you see okay. what Tyler Hero did. And I just want to say, hey, that's cool that Tyler Hero went to the finals. I think there's a lot of other people that's went to the finals that I don't think a lot of people would take over Luka. And the Mavs are stacked because Justin Jackson won the title last year, made it to the finals. <laughs> And we got him up in Frisco, okay? And we have Luca and Justin Jackson in our, like, organization. What? The, the league is on notice right now. Okay, so I went through and I started looking at some of the backup point guards. And tell me which one of these <laughs> you think that that is better than Jalen Brunson. Patty Mills. Uh, Patty Mills is better, yeah. Dennis Schroeder. Mm. He's not been this year. He's not. He was not last year. He has been in the past, though. Uh, he has. He's, he's a mixed he's had bag. Some higher moments. Yeah. He's definitely. He's definitely been better in the past. But better defender. Last year and this year, he is not. Almost tough. Uh, Alex Caruso, better defender. Definitely not a better offensive player. No. Rubio, no. Uh, not mm. really. Uh, Derrick Rose with, with backup point guards. They, they they all have like their unique lane. I feel like like Caruso. It's defense. Derrick Rose is a better offensive player than JB. Like. Patty Mills, offensive player. It's like Rubio, playmaker, like traditional point guard, run your offense type thing. Yeah, but which one, let's let's do this then. Which one would you rather have? Would you rather have Patty Mills or Jalen Brunson? Patty Mills. Would you rather have Dennis Schroeder or Jalen Brunson? Uh, Brunson. I'll take Brun- I'll take the consistency of Brunson right now. Schroeder's defense that, that, would that's be. maybe that's some recency bias maybe from me, but. Schroeder, Schroeder has been. We we wanted Schroeder in the past. We thought he was good, especially. I'd that, still take him after that OKC year. Uh, Caruso, I think I'd still want Brunson on this team. Yeah, I take Brunson. Oh, Caruso's hard. Caruso would fit on this team well. 
Yeah, this the problem, the problem is, really is the Mavs wouldn't have another secondary, like wouldn't have another creator besides Trey Burke and Luca. <laughs> That'd be no. kind of hit if you had to switch. Uh, Derek Rose, Anthony Simons, Davion Mitchell, another one. He's like Simons is not even in that count conversation. No, Derek he, Rose, I, I think I would take over Brunson. Dragic, that's the last one. I was like, oh, is is Dragic Brunson ceiling? I know it's kind of lazy because Dragic the, made an All Star team. So I know he made one All Star team when he's in Miami, but is that like Brunson's ceiling? Ceiling of I know it's a lefty and it's kind of lazy comp, but still. How does, like, so the other question, the other part of this question was, how can he get there? So if that, if that is Brunson's ceiling, how does he get there? I think he he has to become a better playmaker, which he's showing so far this season. He had 11 assists the other night. He's showing that he's looking for guys more. He still has so many more opportunities he can hit guys, and I feel like I've said that multiple times. But be as efficient as he was last year, and then look for guys more and, and hit them. You know when they, you know, hit them when they're open, basically, and hit hit yeah. the shooters. Uh, that's sort of the thing. He also has to he also has to hold his own on the defensive end. That was the big thing in the Clippers series that he just kept getting abused by some of these these bigger wings in the Clippers series. And he has to be able to hold his own. And he he can be he's like he's stout enough and strong enough. It's just some, some sometimes it's the foot speed even. And can he consistently outside of his defense? Let's just let's just look at the Dragic comp because you know it's yeah it's Dragic like, doesn't give me a defense. Yeah, Dragic was never Gary Payton, but it's can <laughs> can Brunson consistently create his own shot? Like, can he ISO it out? And it feels like majority of Brunson's stuff is getting to the rim, which he's good at. But like, can could he consistently do a step back? Could he consistently create space enough at his size against these guys that he can do an elbow jumper, a mid-range shot and all that? Like, that's that's the next level for him to put him on a dragage that type of level. And I mean, he's got to score more points and all that. So... In classic Locked On Mavs fashion, we are through one question of our mailbag through through one segment. We'll get into a lot more. Who's going to start for Kristaps Porzingis? Uh, questions about games coming up. Of course, there's a Reggie Bullock question in there. We'll get into all that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain store to keep everything you need, they'd have to have a huge, massive warehouse. And instead of that, on just the side of the road, you have Rock Auto. You can go and save time, save money. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, you're just you're doing it wrong if you're not using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers. For over 20 years, their prices are reliably low and the same for every customer. They have all the parts that you need for your car or truck. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you get to the end, write in locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? You know, they do like the, how did you hear about us? Is it, was it Google? Was it the internet? So was it a newspaper? Was it all that? Write in locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Also want to tell you about betonline.ag. If you use the promo code right now, locked on, use that promo code locked on one word. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. They have a whole bunch of stuff right now that you can go bet on. Uh, if you want to go bet on your Dallas Mavericks, you can do that. They have a ton of lines all the time. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. It doesn't look like they have the. They don't have the Spurs game on here anymore. They took that one off because games are playing. But they do lie. have whatever it is. I think I'm staying away from it. They do have the Christmas Day game. You ready for this one? Yeah. Mavs Jazz. Jazz at home. Mavericks on the road. Jazz five and a half point favorite. In Dallas. No, at. At Utah. I mean, sure. I mean, it's so hard. It's so hard to. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of skewed right now because we haven't seen a, 
like two games look the same for Dallas at all. So no, yeah, at all. <laughs> so there you go. If you want to take the points, if you think that the Mavericks can cover that five and a half, you think it'll be a close game, go ahead and take it. Use that promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. It's betonline.ag betonline where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more about this mailbag. Christoph Porzingis is questionable at this point. This is what we know right now. By the time you're listening to this, uh, the injury report apparently comes out every hour now. So we, <laughs> it used to come out twice a day. Now it comes out every hour. Yep. And so you'll probably know the status of Christoph Porzingis. If you would bet right now, I would say he doesn't play. That's my bet. Um. Yeah, sure. I mean. Who probably. starts in place of him then? That's the question coming in from... Uh, Coming from somebody. Uh, I'm gonna say Maxi. Ooh, we get that. We still keep the two bigs, right? You keep the the Dwight and you keep Maxi in there. You don't think Bullock gets the? You don't no. think Bullock gets the? You ruined uh, it. I think if you didn't ask the question, I think Bullock. You might think be- you? No, come on. You think Jason Kidd would go that length just because he was upset about that question that he wouldn't start Reggie Bullock? Okay, he did subtweet you. And he did summon yeah. the leadership council for rotations. <laughs> he did do both of those things. Yeah. I I think, yeah. I think they'll, they'll probably still keep to the two bigs because they, st- they got to try yeah. something. It, th- going into this game, the Spurs game is one of those where we're like, okay, it feels like the start of the season again because we just have no idea what's going to happen in this game. Like, like, like Isaac said, we've already had a leadership council that helped decide that they were going to play 15 players, all 15 players. And we've had two games that looked almost exactly the same in, with rotations. So you're like, okay, did they just go back to those same rotations that we saw? But if KP's out, then how does that change everything? Because KP played a decent amount in those games. So what does it change? So, do, do they stick to the two bigs or do they then go to two wings and then rotations stay the same outside of that? This is their chance to go smaller, though, because... It is, against the Spurs team, for sure. The Spurs started against the Lakers. DeJounte Murray, Derek White, and backcourt. They should Kelvin, have won that game too. Did you see the end of that game? I know because Lakers suck. They missed, Kelvin, they, they do actually. <laughs> the Spurs missed four free throws at the end of the game, and then uh, a game winner in overtime. Keldon Johnson, Doug McDermott, Dougie McBuckets. Oh, Doug coming back as the as the Fords. And, Never should have uh, let him go. And Pirtle at center. So Dwight, will, you know, will take on Pirtle in that. It's just sure. will they start Maxi to guard you know Keldon Johnson or, or McDermott, or do they you know? put Reggie Bullock in there do they if he starts Sterling Brown or someone else in spite of Reggie Bullock then it's your fault no or it could be what we saw in preseason where they leapfrog remember when Moses Brown got that start in preseason maybe Jason Kidd decides to leapfrog somebody he keeps the rotation the same Josh Green in the first one yeah and he decides to start Josh Green or Sterling Brown or uh Willie you know or somebody like that instead Willie yeah. and Dwight together would be terrible, actually. <laughs> I hope he doesn't do that. But I actually he, think it could be Maxie, though. And Maxie, instead yeah. of guarding Doug McDermott, I could see him guarding Keldon Johnson. I think that's your options. It's I think it's Maxie or Bullock. Yeah. Or Sterling, if they decide to do the, the leapfrog thing. Let's cross our fingers for Bullock, though. If it's Bullock, David wants to know, is Reggie Bullock going to play more than 17 minutes tomorrow? <laughs> no. You don't think so? You think he'll just no. keep him at 17, even with KP out? Yeah. If KP is out. Yeah. He's just going to keep it to that because that's it, that'd be they still have to fill those minutes. So Maxi fills some of those minutes. Willie fills some of those minutes. Maybe get Boban a little bit. Kid, kid was very complimentary of all the bigs last yeah. night after the game. He was very like, OK, all the bigs did really well. He named all of them basically. 
It's yeah. just San Antonio just doesn't play any more bigs. Like Pirtle's the only yeah, big. Do. Like even off the bench, they had Vassell, you know, Lonnie Walker, you know, Drew Eubanks, uh, base shop. Like I mean, okay, so it's not like they're running you know a ton of bigs out there. So it'll be interesting to see Maxi, Dwight, Willie, Moses. How many of them you know play with KP out? If KP's out. We've talked about this leadership council now a couple of times. And if you missed yesterday's episode, if you missed all the stuff about the leadership council, Jason Kidd appointed a leadership council of three players, Luca, Chris Porzingis, and Tim Hardaway Jr. And Kidd and the leadership council came up with the idea to play all 15 players in the home opener. So Joseph wants to know, do you think the leadership council should have deliberated on whether or not Luca should have worn that outfit to practice? Uh, yes, they should have convened together. Um, <laughs> in uh yeah in fact i no they should and if you didn't know what it is I'm, i'll show it on youtube it's on luca's instagram if you want to go check it out this is the photo right here of luca some kind of like it's man how do i even describe it oh a multicolored onesie of like squiggly colored lines basically basically not a onesie if, it's a jump it's a jumpsuit sorry basically if joseph came from out of the bible the technicolor like, dream coat <laughs> to, to 2021 he would have this jumpsuit instead. You think Joseph from the Bible had pants too with the with the no, coat? In, tw- in 2021, he would have this would jumpsuit. Have, it wouldn't just be a coat. It would be the most. Would he be wearing jumpsuit. Jordans too, like Lucas? <laughs> yes. And Joseph. They would, take, they would take it from him. Joseph in the Technicolor dream coat with Jordans. <laughs> That's the Bible I want to read. Let's uh, go. Yeah. So what else did the, the leadership council have decided on? Another question. Uh, what other things should the leadership council decide on for the Mavericks? I heard that they uh, axed the city edition jersey from last year. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a couple of those in the AAC the other night. I was like, oh, they weren't no, kids. I, they weren't kids though. <laughs> like, I like the said. city edition last year. It was my favorite stuff. I I have a hoodie of it. I have a Luca jersey in that white and gold. I yeah. really, I really liked them from last oh, year. Oh, I I was th- when you said city edition, I was thinking the the graffiti ones. Oh, God, no. We erased that from our memory. <laughs> but that, so, I saw a couple of jerseys of those the other night. How funny. Was, gosh, if y'all been listening for you know, to, to our pod for a while, you got that was like prime me, like not wanting to bash something that I feel like I couldn't. But I could like that was the hardest thing for me to work with. I hated that jersey. I hated it with a passion. <laughs> uh, other things the leadership council should decide on. While we're on the topic of jerseys, the rebrand. They should decide on the rebrand or not. Should the Mavericks do a rebrand? Boom. The leadership council decides on it. You know what else the leadership council needs to decide on? All right. Analytics. (laughs) The other night at the game, I got a chicken strip basket. And I held up one of the chicken strips. And at the Mm. AAC, I got got one. It was on the – I went down to the third level. (laughs) We went down because we're in the press box, which is the highest place. But And I had a chicken strip. I, I showed it to Isaac. And he said, oh, you get fish? <laughs> That's how you know it's not a good chicken strip. The leadership council needs to weigh in on those chicken strips from the AAC, like, concessions. Yes, they need an upgrade on that. Although there is an upgrade on the main concourse. It looks really cool. I should have gone all the way down there, but um, time. Realistically, though, I mean, here's the thing. It, the leadership council is it's a lot of fun to poke holes at. Like, even... Ryan Rosillo, you know, took some shots at it today on his pod. It was funny. Well, Zach Lowe, when the Bulls did this, Zach Lowe was joke, joked about the Bulls leadership council for like four years. It felt like yeah. <laughs> with all the lead, with, who was the who was in charge of leadership council with the Bulls? Get, talk, and I'm, I'll look at it. 
Um, totally so, <laughs> but, but no, like the idea of it's, it, it, I get it. Like it, in a way it's like cool too. We went on a whole thing of yesterday's pod. If you're in the comments saying, oh my gosh, what are these dudes like bashing kid for this leadership council? Like I get it. We talked, we praised him for it on yesterday's pod towards the end of saying, this is like a, a new, like a new page, a new chapter huh. for kid, right? So keep going. No, well, I was just reiterating what we said yesterday. Like all the stuff we heard about kid in previous stops was, oh, it's just his way of the highway. He wants to dictate everything. He's controlling everything. And it's like, at least like, I mean, it's swung all the way the other direction, but yeah. at least he's like listening to other opinions and getting the players opinions. Now, getting wrote like them deciding the rotation that's probably a little too far for me but and i don't think they did that they decided how many players are going to play but they decide when i mean how much that's kind of deciding i mean when they picked the the, the, the fifth starter and the bench guys played three minutes they touched the floor that was kind of it for for all to your point into all this for for all the jokes we're going to make about the leadership council i think it's a positive thing at least he's taking stock of what players want and i think that's a positive thing it's it's a positive thing. I think there's a lot of different things of like, hey guys, like we haven't had a fun team night out in a while. What do you think we should do? Like, cool. That's probably hey, what the leadership council. Should we have on. practice tomorrow? You think we're kind of burnt out? Like that's the read I'm getting right now. Do you feel that right now? How's the that, team vibe right now? Like that one right there is exactly what they should do. It's it's stuff like that. Like I totally get of like, okay, there's probably other teams that have a couple of players. They do the exact same thing. They just don't call it the leadership council. Doc and, Rivers' leadership council was, oh, we're old now. We're just not gonna practice ever. I just, I just, <laughs> I, I do think, did. I do think it's a little odd of like third game of the season. We played all fifteen players. Oh, and it's it was odd for sure. And it was a closer game. And it's being like they're being credited after the game for com- coming to the co- like talking to the coach about the idea. I think that's a little odd about it, but the concept of it, it's not like you know, reinventing bread or anything like we get it. <laughs> no, it's best thing since sliced bread or reinventing the wheel. You just combine. Those there you two. go. <laughs> <laughs> reinventing bread. Coin they keep that. trying, that's a, man. That's a new one. That's a new one. <laughs> you watch the bake show and they just keep. Yeah, that's the new toe to toe or what is the head to toe? <laughs> Did you like that one? Like the bread. Isaac's talking to the intern. Uh <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the Bulls leaders sure log your hours <laughs> you in Kronos. Can you week. log them? <laughs> the Bulls leadership council, by the way, was the Jim was Jim Boylan, and he put that together, and it consisted of Zach yeah, Levine. Just, that was the coach. Zach, yeah, he was the coach then. I, I couldn't remember who the coach was. Zach Levine, Robin Robin Lopez, Lowry Markinen, Otto Porter Jr. <laughs> Markinen was on that. What? Uh, and uh, Bobby Portis was on it at one point, and Justin Holiday. Like half the team was on it. All right, coming up, more questions. We got a lot of fun ones. Kirk sent in a question. Our friend Kirk Mavs Draft sent in a question. We got more questions on uh, what's happening (laughs) with the Mavericks and all that. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Sweatblock. Sweatblock is a product that you want. It helps you if you're sweating profusely, you're dealing with sweat. You can go ahead and get Sweatblock. Straight out of Hollywood, a producer was working on the set of a Marvel movie. Maybe you've heard of it. Marvel, Marvel Studios, the movies, there's lots of them. Cinematic Universe, working 18-hour days for weeks in the Atlanta heat. She heard about Sweatblock and started trying it and loves it. No more sweaty production days. She even reports that one of the A-list actors, there's a lot of them in those Marvel movies, use Sweatblock and they stay dry on the red carpet. Events like that, that's what you need Sweatblock for. 
It's doctor created, doctor recommended, gives you a dry shirt guarantee for up to seven days use. Not just for armpits, use it for chest, back, feet, hands, anything. Just use these wipes. Follow the directions very carefully. Get it today at sweatblock.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at sweatblock.com. And oh man, it's it's getting that time. It's a little cold outside. You just want to stay in. You don't want to go no. out. You're like, oh man, you don't want to go outside at all. And you're like, I just want to stay in. Maybe this maybe, is the time to go outside. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's fall, and I just want to like hang. I just want to like watch TV. There's so much that I can watch right now. You can watch Dune, but when you do that, you got a Postmates. You got to get food delivered to you. You don't want to go out. You only got so much time, and so you want to get Postmates. We get Postmates. And our favorite part, the app lets you know that my food or items have been delivered. Everything is right outside our door. It's great. It never gets old. So it never just sits there. It tells you when it's there. So download the Postmates app on iOS or Android. Find your favorite foods or that one thing that you forgot to get from the store and get, get it delivered on demand. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners a little something. New customers will get 50% off your first five orders of $50 or more when you use the code LOCKDOWNNBA. That's 50 that's 50% off. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA to get 50% off your first 5 orders of $50 or more. Max savings of $100 per order. So you could just I mean you could go nuts and save 50 bucks, save hey, 100 bucks on these. If I just if we have one more kid then we're set. <laughs> go ahead. You can go ahead and do that. Download the Postmates app and sign up online. It's super easy. Offer subject to change taxes and fees apply. Offer valid for 30 days after you add the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get to the rest of this mailbag. Kirk Series Face on Twitter asks us this question. Is there any game you're looking forward to in the next month or so for the Dallas Mavericks? Uh, I think we were talking about this game before the uh, we hit record on the pod, but I think that Heat game at home will be a lot of fun. We know how much Luka loves national TV games. It's an early you know, TNT game at home. We hate the Heat. Um, you know, they have young stars, bam. You know, obviously Jimmy and them still there. They have, you know, Luca's equivalent and Tyler Hero. So should be a should be a fun one. I'm Luca's equ- he's never gonna live that down with us ever. No, Tyler Hero. Ever. No, never. Ever. He never will. Uh I'm looking forward to November 10th at the Chicago Bulls. I just want to watch this team and I want to see how the Mavericks will play them. I want to see up close, watch a full Bulls game. I feel like is I just am so fascinated at that team. They've had such weird games. I was watching their game the other night against um a sucky team against the sucky team and they went down to like over was it was the hornets they went down to overtime and uh derozan bailed them out and i was like oh dang no, actually the they, they got some they got some bucket getters on that team now but they had some like inexplicable bulls plays at the end of the game where you're like i'm oh jealous boy, it's probably still a toronto young team. but i'm super jealous of lonzo though he would have been great on this team he would have been I, I start looking around at all the free agents that we wanted and i was like well it'd be nice yeah It'd be nice. There's a bunch of guys. Lonzo, even DeRozan. Uh, yeah, mm. that's the game I'm looking forward to. Uh, okay, Lucas said, what role player, if any, could turn this team into a contender via wait, trade? Wait, 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 wait. Who said Lucas? Lucas. Okay, a person on Twitter. I thought you said Luca. I'm like... Luca wait. did not ask this. Lucas said, what role player, if any, could turn this team into a contender via trade? So it has to be a role player. So you're sort of limited in this question. Contender? I didn't even, I I took this question as like semi non-realistic because the Mavericks don't have a ton to make trades right now. And any trade that would get them a player that would turn their team around, I don't think is, I don't think those exist (laughs) right now for what they're able to get. So if you just found a role player, who would it be? 
Oh, wait. I, I thought you were about to go. Do you no. have any? I mean, the perfect person is Drew Holiday. But, I mean, they're just not getting Drew Holiday. And I don't know if you would even put him in that category as role player. Um, you know, he's been an all-star and stuff. So, like, I, I mean, okay, let me reframe it. Are they just one role player away from being a contender? Does it can is there any secondary creators that are role players? This is what I had a hard time trying. Like to Like a CJ McCollum, a role player? Yeah, I think he because he's not an all star. Is there only all stars and then yeah. role players? Yeah. See, I okay. He's I a little think, bit better than a role player, right? He's like in that weird middle ground. Yeah, and like I think he's a little bit better than Tim. So and what about Brogdon? Yeah, I like Brock. But he's like an overqualified role player too, so it's it's weird. What do you take as a role player in this question? Because if the if the question is, all right, you're not not as good as McCollum, not as good as Brogdon. Okay, then it's no. Like Dylan then my, Brooks. Then my, like Dylan my, Brooks would be great, but I don't think Dylan Brooks is making you a contender. Right correct. Now. Then my answer to this question would be no. There's no role player that'll turn this team into a contender, like a, a straight up like we feel real confident they're a contender type. Because we because we not been they have an this- outside chat an outside chance that they actually are in the conversation. We've been saying this over and over and over again. KP has to be like normal, like peak KP for them to be a contender. Yeah. That is the number one thing. It's the it's player number two, player number three, the best two to three, four guys on the team. It it's never been, in our opinion, it's never been the role players on this team. They've always had to kind of push up the depth chart, the Dorians, Maxis, JBs of the world, and play above where they, they're supposed to be because so that second, third spot has been kind of iffy at times. So that's the, this all hinges on KP. It's, I'm not looking at role play. Like, yeah, I mean, sure. There's, there's a couple role player Ukraine. I'm like, okay, cool. More wing depth. But that's honestly what they went and did this off season. They got yeah. a Reggie Bullock. They got a Sterling Brown. Like that's what you, those guys aren't getting playing time now. <laughs> I know like you needed <laughs> shout out to Steven Silas's uh, pregame. Right. He's right though. <laughs> But 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 that's the they went out and got role players to fit their like what they need. They needed wing depth that can defend that can shoot the three. They did that. So I don't think they're lacking role player depth. They just have to figure out the second, you know, best plan. Like, that's what has to happen. Yeah. Uh, Steven Silas's comments before the game the other day were something along the lines. I'm paraphrasing, but. He said, what's it? They asked him, what's it like to come back to Dallas? And now that Rick is not there, is that weird to see that? Steven Silas, the coach of the Rockets, was a Mavs assistant a couple years ago. He said, yeah, it's even weirder that it's the same starting lineup from when I was here two years ago <laughs> with, with, you know, Luca, Tim Hardaway, Dorian, KP, and, and Dwight Powell. Little shot maybe at the, the Mavs <laughs> front office, but yeah. Shout out to HB, Harrison Barnes. Just hit a game winner. Against oh, let's the, go against the Suns. They're all jumping around him and at the buzzer. I'm just hyped for him. Love that guy. Happy for him. Last question here. We'll go to Mavs draft. Our friend Richard said, "How many more games do you see twelve or Mavs playing in again? Is what we saw versus Houston repeatable? No, it's not. No, <laughs> I don't think it's repeatable at all. We've seen we've seen now kid go playoff rotation in the first two games and the entire roster in the third game." It's got to be somewhere in the middle, I think, right? Yeah, I I don't think we ever see that again. <laughs> no, me either. I can't. Imagine. I would be shocked. I would be. I would be like, wow. Okay, we're we're gonna do this again. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just don't think we see it again. 
No, I don't think so either. All right, there you go, guys. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Mavs. We'll do mailbags, mailbags, mail, mailbags, mailbags, mailbags like this in the future, and we'll be we'll have full coverage for you after the Spurs game, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Here's the boom. <laughs>